Welcome to the beer aisle with all of its colorful cans, bottles, and boxes. It's one big marketing game, and expensive doesn't always mean good. And that's why we're always on the hunt for good swill. Our team of experts includes industry insider Brian, who guides us through the beer world. Better equipment and better ingredients. And our easy-to-please outsider Matt, who takes us into his world. From about 18 to 30, <laughs> I retired. <laughs> uh, I hitchhiked across the United States a couple of times. And I'm your host, Blaine, once again trying to keep this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. Welcome to Good Swill Hunting and happy holidays. We got so much going on for this episode as 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 it is this time of year. It's crazy this time of year. Trying to get ready for Christmas and it's it's just so hectic. Well, we've jam-packed this episode just like this time of the year is jam-packed with all sorts of Christmas parties and activities and I'm so glad to be here. Uh, I don't even know where to start, guys. Uh, we, I'm going to start with probably one of the coolest things is that we've got Rick Speed back with us on Good Swill Hunting. Welcome, Sweet. sir. What's up? Thanks for joining us again, man. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, <laughs> I got to give him a big thank you because he's a mailman. Uh, and dude, your schedule's crazy right now. And you made time to come hang out with us. So thank you. Oh, I wouldn't have missed it. <laughs> Aren't you work? You said you, you, you're actually working seven days a week right now. Yeah, the post office is uh, working seven days a week. Most of us are, you know, wow. anywhere between five to seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. And you, you told me like six in the morning to like seven o'clock at night? Yeah, there. I mean, that's not even, I mean, there's people out there delivering at six o'clock in the morning. There's people out there delivering until 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. and, and your hobby is is beer, you know? Yes. Uh, you you are a beer connoisseur. Uh, you kind of show, show us, um, you know, the places you go, the stuff you try on Instagram, and how, what happens to all of that during the holidays being uh, in the USPS? It's a little slow during December. I don't get to post as much as I normally do. Yeah. Um, I am still enjoying beer, but not as often. Uh, you work in... That's the main know, question. Are you still drinking as much 10, beer? 10 hours, 12 hours a day. You know, if I get one of those early days, you know, those unicorn days where I'm like done at... In eight hours or under ten hours, I might go home and op- open something up and, um, you know, take a couple pictures. And, yeah. But the traveling and hitting breweries is really rough this time I of bet. year. And I gotta get, I've gotta give Matt some credit too here because uh, this man working in the news, wake up, Matt. Working in the news world, your your schedule's not much better, and, and you're here with us too. So I don't, I don't want to forget about your sleep deprived self over here. I am beat, man. What time? <laughs> what time is it? I, I think I'm going on hour twenty two. Well, Since I've woke wow. up, I, we've had to give you what two cups of coffee to keep you here with us. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 Rick, you know, I because I, I'm thinking about myself. Like, right, I worked at a bar for a while um, while I was writing full time, and then evenings I was a bartender at uh, Carolina Beer Temple. And when I got home, I didn't want a beer because it wasn't strong enough. I went home and I was drinking bourbon. I was drinking a scotch. I was you know hard liquor on ice. Do you find that that like you know you 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 You've worked 10 hours. You know that you're, like, catching some sleep and going back. And do you find that beer is just not getting you to where you want to be? Yeah, I'm kind of relying on the apple pie moonshine right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that reminds me. I was just telling these gentlemen I I bought a bottle of that Sugarland Shine down there at Frugal's the other day. And I got the peanut butter jelly flavor. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I, oh, that one's rough. You know, I bought it because oh, this looks fun, and then I tasted it, and it's 
Straight up Vicks Formula 44. Oh, oh, you even man. said it's purple, too. Purple. <laughs> Why did you think that was a good idea? Well, like, it didn't look purple in the jar. I didn't... I, I was. Does it change color when ox- once oxygen hits it or something? I, I took a sip out of the bottle and then I put it away. And I was like, well, I need to find something to cut, find something to cut this with. But there, I have had some pretty good peanut butter and jelly beers, though. Yes. There is some really good peanut butter and jelly beers, actually. I, I've had, a, I've had a, a couple sips of those out there. They're, they are pretty good when they're done right. Catawba yeah. does yeah. one, I think, here in town, right? Yeah. The peanut butter Pe- jelly time? Yep. Yep. Well, uh, how fitting that, uh, you know, I just had a Christmas party here uh, just uh, outside of our recording studio here, and you guys came to a Christmas party, and we decided to record this episode right after. And I hope all of you uh, listening are enjoying your holiday parties and have a good time this time of year. Uh, like I said, there's so much going on in this episode. Uh, Rick uh, has brought us some special beers. We're going to step outside of the cheap swill arena just because during the holidays you splurge. You spend a little bit more money on the good stuff. So that's what we're going to do. And we're so appreciative that Rick's with us today that we're going to, we want to let you, you know, bring us some stuff and show us something from your world. And on top of that, Matt's got his red igloo cooler in here. He's got some present in here waiting for us oh. at the end of the podcast. Don't spoil it. I'm, I'm just, not. It's I'm, just I, that's, ugly. A, that's my teaser right there that moonshine better not be in there (laughs) you just winked at brian uh brian what's up you got your hand up i saw what we're gonna be drinking and i'm just gonna tell you blaine oh no i got a beer okay yeah Uh, wait from what matt brought or no no, oh my god i was like (laughs) bro you Uh, were easy to please in high school weren't you yeah (laughs) that's when it comes to that i still am i I, rick's eyeballing uh some uh Four age, four aged. We, we can't even fooder, say. Can't even what say is fooder. this? Fooder, uh, uh, fooder, fooder, aged Mexican style lager, and we don't want it to get too warm. This is how many one of a few of how many beers you brought today? I brought about anywhere between. I got six with me, but I don't know if we'll get into all of them. Um, <laughs> I usually awesome. one of those go stouts heavy was what ten percent, ten and a half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what do we got here? This is a this is a, something pretty cool uh, that we're about to try here. What do we got, Rick? Well, uh, this is by Burial and Other Half. It's a fooder aged uh, Mexican style lager. Um, this is uh, the one that they just put out with pineapple in it. Uh, during the summer, I think last year they came out with the one with lime. Kind of has like a little bit of a lime flavor. Um, this one is is uh, with pineapple. Mm. Um, oh. It's amazing. And what's this? Do we have a, so a little couple stats on this one? Um, this is not cheap swill. This is some expensive stuff. Matt, four pack, uh, uh, believe label. four pack goes for twelve ninety nine. Um, yeah, so we're, we're that's at, not swill. Yeah, we're in the we're in the fancy beer world right now. It's a lager, and it's rated four point one one on untapped. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this. You know, this is nice. Like you know, you got you got to splurge during the holidays and. You know, and that's just the time when you do spend a little bit more, get that really good stuff. Matt, what do you think of that label on this thing? It's pretty dope. It's, I do. It's fancy. I like it. It's fancy. Uh, what does it have? It's got uh, a skull with a fly on it and flies flying out of the skull. Uh, eye sockets. <laughs> I'm not joking. And, and the mouth. Yeah. Um, looks like we may have some Joshua trees in, uh, in a desert there. And it says, one of us will have to bury the other. It's a. Uh, it's kind of like a, I guess it would say a, a high class 
Corona style. I, it's um, a, yeah, it looks the original like, one uh, doesn't doesn't have any lime in it, but it is served with a lime. That's what right. I meant to say. Yeah. Well, you uh, you want to crack it open for us, Rick? Yeah. Go uh, ahead. And I have to say, uh, Brian, what's he cracking this thing open with? I, I was going to comment. It is the leg lamp. Uh, <laughs> It's from, a leg lamp from, a Christmas story. from a Christmas story. <laughs> that is awesome. And so the breweries here, um, Burial Brewing is out of Asheville, North Carolina, and other half. Uh, they're Brooklyn, aren't they? Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, they have multiple locations now. They even have one in D.C. But they're made, the first one. First the, one's in Brooklyn. The original gangster, because I was... The OG. Oh, gosh, it was, it's probably... When they, when they were just had the one spot, my wife and I went there. Uh, my son was j- like... I think he was six months old, and we were in New York City, and we went over there with uh, her cousin, and um, he, I remember my son reaching to grab some lady's beer as she was walking by. That was, it was, it, it was uh, way early breweries were, um, you know, it was almost like a garage you're sitting in. Kind of reminded me of an early bird song when they first opened. So we're getting some first sips on this. Full transparency. This is pricey beer. We got two of them. We're, we're pouring them in solo cups. Um, but it's a clear bottle. Um, I think with this kind of beer, it doesn't really matter. It's cold, which you is know, all good. I, I got to tell you, I haven't tasted it yet, but the aroma is not all what I was expecting for a hint of pineapple. Yeah. You guys ready to do some first sip impressions? Dude, let's get into this. Let's get on it now. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. All right, so we're getting our sips in on this thing, and uh, yeah, the the uh, it, it's uh, it's got a lot of flavor on it for uh, a Mexican style lager, and I'm I'm just kind of taking it in. Uh, but who wants to give us uh, their first sip impression first? Well. Everybody's take. I got Brian taking a picture of the bottle, and that uh, label is dope. I'm it, serious. It, it's a like, super cool label. Yeah. So Burial has uh, one guy does all their artwork. David Paul Seymour. You know, and it's interesting because I'm not a fan of their artwork on their can. I, I no, I shouldn't say that. I love the artwork on their cans. I don't like that. I I can never identify what kind of beer it is because I'm legally blind, right? And so I could tell it's beer, Burial, and I love the picture, but I have to like get a microscope out. To find that what the beer is, and but this isn't like that. This is freaking amazing artwork. Uh, Killed it. Well, as far as the the beer, the first sip for me, uh, really good. Um, it definitely it has an overall uh, like just profile of a Mexican lager, but there's a lot more going on there. There's a there's a, a bit of flavor like punch there that I don't expect in a Mexican style lager. It's, it's not watery at all. No, the, the fooder is going to give some like woody flavors. Uh, you might pick up on that a little bit. What? So for the uninitiated, um, you know, we're a cheap beer podcast. Fooder. Talk about a fooder. Cause yeah, what, this is Blaine a type couldn't of, even pronounce it. I know. I'm, I'm a noob. It, Matt thinks that there's foot, you know, jam in here. So. <laughs> well, no, I, I used to have the Fooders manual for my 79 Chevelle. Yeah, so why don't you talk us through Fooder? <laughs> I mean, the, the simple explanation to it is is basically a, a, a wooden vessel to age beer in. Most of them are made out of uh, oak, okay. Fr- French oak. Some of them are French oak. Um 
a lot of uh, fooders and punchins are made out of uh, like white oak or French oak. I can taste that, and I can taste mm-hmm. that wood flavor. That's maybe that that's that flavor that that extra yeah. that I'm getting on top of the Mexican lager. If, if you've ever gone into a brewery um, and you've seen like their bright tanks, the stainless steel tanks, the big ones, yeah, and then there'll be a wooden one that looks mm-hmm. just like it. That's a fooder. Oh, See, and you said that um, this is brewed at burial. Yes. And it was at the, the forestry camp facility in Asheville. Yeah, that's their production facility. And they have the, the They have the fooders there. there. Yep. Trogues has one, if anybody's ever been, any listeners have been to Trogues Brewing, they have one on display right in their tap room. See, this is why I go to breweries and I start talking after our podcast and talking to you guys and I start talking like I'm out of my league. Because uh, I learn all these amazing things. Because uh, I've always, I've seen those tanks in there, and I've been what the, what is that? Legion South Park. Don't they have them in the middle? They, they as do. a display. Yeah. They don't use them. Yeah, but they, I, those, I one, so those are fake. Those are okay. fooders. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. that's basically Matt, a fooder. What's your first sip impression on this? It's. I'm not entirely certain to tell you the truth. It could be because <laughs> I'm sleep depraved. I'm not getting a whole lot of tongue taste to it, but man, that backburn that. Uh, that after yeah, it's got it, a lot going on. I don't on. want to call it an aftertaste because it's not unpleasant. It's just very strong, but not so much on the mouth. Finish. I would like I would it, this would taste good at a at a nice Mexican restaurant, mm. like like eating some really like like some Spicy you know something. top of the top of the menu like carne asada. Oh yeah, you know with the, some of this. Oh man, it's the original hungry. version um, without the pineapple is my go to in the summer out on the lake okay. with the boat. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, you could just drink them. I can taste a little bit of pineapple there. It's not at it's all fruity. It's very subtle on yeah, this. it's not yeah. fruity at all. Brian, did, uh, yeah. did you give us your first sip? Yeah, no, I have it. But my, my first sip, so when I first poured it in here, I smelled it. It, it smelled very skunky, which, you know, if you if you pop a Corona. We know Matt likes the skunk. I know, I know. But if you pop a Corona, it's skunky. You know, mm-hmm. that's why you put a lime in there. And and I'm wondering if, you know, when you're drinking on, on the lake, are you putting a lime? lime? Okay, yeah, because I think yeah. it would, it would need it. This one doesn't because the pineapple is in there, and the pineapple on the on the, at least on the you know on the taste it balances out that skunkiness. So I'm not really getting it. Um, you don't really ta- I don't really taste the pineapple, but I could tell there's something there's a sweetener in there just to mellow out um, you know that the skunk that Mexican lagers are known for. What's though. crazy is I just picked up on that that real back bitterness that you get with a Corona mm-hmm. without the lime, but it took a while to notice it, yeah. um, which I, I actually like that flavor, but this is, this is an interesting Mexican lager. It's a really, it's cool. Um, Rick, did you want to give us a first sip impression? You've had this before. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I like it. Yeah. Um, I drink the regular one with lime, uh, pretty much all summer out on the boat, like I said. And, um, the, uh, I had one of these, uh, during the week prior, the one with pineapple because it just came out. I wanted to try it. And um, I don't know. I haven't tried this one with the lime, but I think that might be a little bit too much because it does have, you know, you are getting a little bit of food or flavor. You're getting a little bit yeah. of the pineapple on this. Um, I mean, this is something that you're not just going to chug, obviously. Um, it is meant for chugging because it's, I think it's only 4.6, but I like the flavor on it. Yeah. It's, it's a good great. sipper. I love you know, it. I, think I it's mean, great. just. You could definitely pound a bunch of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for bringing this one now, in. Now, how does its flavor profile change after it's, say, set around, like, let's say it takes you a half hour, hour to drink it? I, I don't 
I don't know because I don't. You don't take that long to yeah. drink a beer. What yeah. you, why are you even asking that question, Matt? When did you, you, you ever let a beer survive longer you, than five or ten minutes? You took, okay. you took let, the words let, out let, of my mouth, Brian. Let, that's that's why I don't understand why they make koozies. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, if you need you a koozie, a you're doing something these, wrong. The, uh, we, there's some romance going yeah, on here. Okay, their beards just touched. Their beards <laughs> just touched. Now let uh, me tell you, every once in a while, a guy will fall asleep in his chair. And you'll wake up, and you're not going to leave a man behind. Yeah, you know. So you're going to get up, and you're you're going to wake up, and you're going to finish what you started. So very specific, you know, when when this happens, when it sits for that long, it's a specific incident of falling asleep in the chair. It's not 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 a norm. Well, no, it's it's pretty normal for me to fall asleep in the chair and have to finish. Well, you don't get a lot of sleep though, you know. I just got that bitterness that just hit me all of a sudden. Yeah, it's not bad. I actually interesting, but I haven't had a sip in a while because I'm empty. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, that get, we're going to probably move on to the next beer. And while you're kind of getting that one ready, Rick, um, let's talk about our, our holiday traditions and stuff we like to do, mm-hmm. um, things we like to eat. Um, I know folks listening at home in your car right now, you got, you know, something that you do, your favorite movie, but what's like that, that those one or two things you like, Matt, during the holidays, whether it's drinking, eating, watching, listening, Sitting. What? What? Are you, what's the best thing about the holiday? Uh, Christmas ham. Yes. And uh, for me, my guilty pleasure, and it's going to sound stupid, and possibly strange, but New Year's Day, it's the Rose Parade. I like mm. to sit and watch the damn Rose Parade. I, I like the Rose Parade. Yeah. I, I don't know why. That's, I, that, I, that's a good one. That's a very. Christmas. I, take I watch the week all of- the parades. I watch the Macy's parade. I love it. I oh, love I hate it. the Macy's parade. <laughs> Communist. Uh, it's it's a lot of lip singing. I'm not yeah. a big fan of that. Brian, what's what? What are some things you like? Well, you know, this Christmas is going to be different. It's going to be a, a rough Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I lost my father a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, and we're and we're sorry to hear that. But it, we're going to be tough to plow on, I think. Um, but tradition that we have is um, I come from a big Italian-American family, and um, my grandpa and I, when my grandpa started it, he, he cooked uh, calamari spaghetti sauce, and that and we would get the entire family together, and, and when I grew up in uh, Northeast Ohio, there'd be about 40, 50 of us that would get together on Christmas Eve, and we'd eat the dinner my, dinner my grandpa cooked for everybody, and I've carried that tradition on. Um, and I, I learned from him, and whether I'm with my in-laws or I'm with my family, I still make that every Christmas Eve. Um, I just, you know, if I know somebody's squeamish on food, I don't tell them that there's squid in their spaghetti sauce. <laughs> I wait till after they eat it. They're like, that was delicious. I'm like, ah, there's squid in it. <laughs> and yeah. it has happened before, too. Uh, squid sauce is pretty good, actually. Uh, uh, Rick, what, what's anything, after you get done delivering all those packages, you're, you're like a real-life Santa Claus. Yeah, it it um he has the beard too. Cr- yeah. Christmas is a little uh is a little rough when you work for the postal service. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the joy uh from your personal life is it is kind of intruded on by work. Yeah. Um but I do enjoy the work, you know, uh, for the whole month of December I wear the Santa hat, mm. the kids on the route love it, you know, you're picking up Santa letters yeah, and you're, you're some, dropping off replies from Santa. You get big smiles like when you mm. show up because I'm sure there's something, the especially, kids are especially awesome. this come, especially 
the week of this podcast airing, you know, you're delivering stuff that people are not sure is going to get there. Yeah. So yeah. so when you show up, it's probably like, oh my god. Well, like today, I mean, I I was delivering a package to somebody's front door, and I had the Santa hat on, and you know, I got the beard and everything, and <laughs> I'm in my full uniform with the blue Santa hat. I don't wear a red one. I wear a blue one oh, nice. to match match the uniform. Oh, nice. It's like a little girl in the window, and she's like. <gasps> Oh, that's yeah, awesome. She's pointing and knocking <laughs> on the window and waving and That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta enjoy those little moments when you are having to do something during the holidays. That's that's a lot of work and, and you know, you're not getting that time off. You gotta kinda take joy in those little moments, you know. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, um a a parent stopped me during the month of December and we were doing the early morning deliveries like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. And like, I guess for a week or so, his daughters were telling him that Santa was delivering the packages. So they think, oh, the kids are just making up stories, you know, they're just <laughs> whatever. And then he sees me with the, the hat on, the beard, love the, it. the whole thing. And he's like, oh my God, we like, you were delivering the packages. That's awesome. That's a great story, and everybody loves it to this day at the post office. We have a couple Santa Clauses here in the in the studio with us here. <laughs> Matt could qualify for. I'm Santa like Claus. young Santa. Young Santa, <laughs> because my beard still has color to it. I mean, well, Rick's Rick's pretty Rick's is young impressive. Santa. Yeah, uh, what, Brian, you're like a you're like the lead elf. I just came from the barber shop, so uh, it, it's funny, you know. The longer my beard gets, the more gray there is in it. But when I come from the barbershop, it's a lot. I look, I, I lose about five or ten years when I get my beard trimmed. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps when you get it trimmed. I don't have a beard, but I, I'm going to probably grow mine out. Can uh, you? Starting now. Yeah, I can now. I'm done with uh, any jobs that are telling me to shave right now. But uh, my favorite holiday thing is prime rib roast, man. It's mm. simple. Uh, that's my thing, I just love it. Maybe some I'm, red wine. I'm, I'm, I'm coming gosh. over for Christmas dinner. Uh, it's so amazing, and, and I just—it's just a thing. My dad did it before I lost my dad as well. Like that was a family tradition. He would make that every Christmas, um, and it's usually a Christmas night dinner. And um, it just—it's just there's nothing like having a beautiful Christmas day and then finishing it off with an amazing dinner like that. So that's that's my thing. Uh, Rick's got our next uh, our next. Uh, drink on tap here and we're, we're not going to roll the first sip impressions all that for every single one because we're doing a couple here um but we're going to go ahead and uh, uh pour this thing it's a big bottle uh it kind of looks like a wine bottle what what is this rick uh this is the bane the blythe from newgrass blue uh brewing the in bane the blythe uh in shelby north carolina newgrass brewing from shelby north carolina and uh just this is a crazy bottle uh and like i said it's the size of a wine bottle and uh, it's uh, is this this is five point eight percent, and uh, what kind of beer is this? American Wild Ale, uh, refermented on locally foraged prickly pears. Oh, locally foraged prickly pears. <laughs> I, I didn't. I <laughs> did like the sour sour category. How much uh, prickly pears? And how much was this bottle? Because again, we're we're fancy this episode. Uh, I'm not quite sure. It doesn't uh, look. I've cheap had it. It's in a wine bottle. I've had it sitting around for a while. Um, so I can't remember what I paid for it, but so I can it's find bo- out it's bottle for you. Aged. I've never heard of a wild ale. I haven't either. I'm really curious about this one. Brian, take a look at this. I don't, I don't I'm not going to even try to describe the label, but I don't know if I should give it to the legally blind, uh, cast member to describe the label as well. But it's, uh, it's purple. 
It's got. Uh, it matches you know, your shirt. Hold it up, Lane. I gotta get a photo. Um, taking a photo here with our our big wine bottle of beer. All right, let's uh let's see some cups. You guys want to pour this thing? Yeah, dude. Um, I, I, this is I think. What and Brian, do you know anything about um, wild ales? So, and I'm curious, Rick. You might know more about this one than me. So, Rick, I, I imagine you know a little bit more about this because I'm thinking wild ale. I'm thinking a cool ship. Is that how wild they get at New Grass, or is this just a, a soured in some other manner? Wild ale, wow. wild ale, farmhouse Ooh. ale. It's all still the same. Uh, style of beer basically it's wild yeast yeah you know um this is not quite cool ship so they're not taking it that far they're they're yeah. referring to just being a wild beer as in wild yeast but yeah not wild as in... yeast okay yeah. got it yeah this has it's a style yeah a wild ale american wild ale um is kind of like a style i mean a lot of the um the old uh, wicked wicked weed stuff. The oh. red angel, the white angel. That was all. It has a it has a very yeah. like uh, organic, like earthy kind of sour like fruitiness to it. So like M- my you got favorite your angel is always a Victoria's Secret angel. Saisons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has like it'll have a little bit of that like saison flavor. Yeah. Like they all in the same category kind of. Yeah. Matt, uh, did you get a sip of this bad boy? No, no, I was waiting. All right, yeah, go ahead and take your sips, guys. All right. um, uh, I'll tell you, it's it blew my nose off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still taking in its aroma. It's well, while you're taking it in, uh, so I I feel like it's getting better with every sip. Like the first one was kind of it was like whoa, what like what is this? Um, this is delicious. Yeah, it's really um, like. Whoa. It's it's interesting. Sweet Jesus, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's your first sip on this one? Uh, I am I am in love with this beer. Um, it's just so well nuanced. It it's a sour for sure, but it's not overly soured, right? And I think it's a prickly pear in it that really um, mellows out what could be an almost acidic or you know over oh, American. So when you're in Belgium and you're drinking sour beers over there. They're so, so much more balanced than what we get in the U.S., right? Yeah. In the U.S., they all want you to be overcome with barnyard funk or be overcome with like that lemon tartness. It's like <laughs> barnyard funk. But that's that's a word that's the best they, term they, I've heard come but, out of your mouth. But they use it. That's a, like yeah, yeah. when you're describing a sour beer, you talk about oh yeah, I got that barnyard funk. Um, but this is this is well balanced and. You won't find many American sours well balanced. Most of them are. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually really thrilled about this. And thank you, Rick, because I he asked uh, what kind of beers I like, and um, I t- I mentioned sours, and um, this is like this is really kind of my ideal sour. Uh, I like there's not a ton of sweetness there, um, and it, it but it's got all this other flavor than just the sour. Uh, there's like all this like kind of, you can taste. What <laughs> I guess I'm tasting prickly pear. Um, and, and it, and it's, and it tastes like it was picked at, you know, at, at the orchard or whatever. Would you put this up against your, up with your prime rib? Um, uh, as a pairing, it actually might, it actually might do pretty well with that. I actually. think it would. I think it would. Uh, because you know, it's not, maybe that's why they have it in, in, in what looks like a red wine bottle. Well, it, it is in a green glass bottle Yeah. because the American wild ale is kind of like our version of the lambic, the Belgian right. lambic. So most Belgian lambics come in 
you know, green Cantillon. And those are cool ship beers. Yeah, yeah. The Lambics. But this is basically just our version, the American style, some yeah. yeast. They put some bacteria in there. And an old man at the top stir- stirred it, <laughs> going, you're going to like this, and stirring it up. And his fingers are still dirty from, from wildly foraging the pears. The prickly pears? The, yeah, they're a little bloody, yeah. come from the pricklies. Is this, how are you enjoying this, Matt, or is it too prickly for you? It's a little too prickly for my taste. I keep sipping it, thinking, okay, one of these times it's going <laughs> to, my taste buds are going to adjust. But, yeah, it's... Uh, have you ever had a sour beer before? Yeah, I've had one here on this very podcast. It's really good. Uh, that wasn't a really good pod uh, podcast. I mean, it's a good podcast. <laughs> it's a bad beer. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I've, I've had uh, sours. We, this I, is such a different podcast because these are all like so fancy and I know I've, uh, I've, a lot of effort put into these beers. That was literally a little uh, sour that we've had. We've had two of those. Yeah, yeah. I feel yep. about as out of place as a turd in a punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is good stuff. So this this is a four point two seven. Uh, Rick showed me on Untap, uh, and I think the last beer we had was a, a four point uh, something. So we are like way in the upper echelon of of beer rankings on these, and uh, so far the taste uh, pans out with that as well. I think this also tastes good with dessert. I think it would like too. chocolate, yeah, an after dinner beer, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, is so. Uh, do we have any more? Are we uh, are we. Uh, Ready to move on? What's what's next on in this world? Oh gosh! All right. Whew. So we'll. So I just so, got a little a little excited when I saw that one come out. Okay, Rick, I'm having some hot flashes over here. Rick has uh, whipped out a third beer. Oh and, my gosh! Uh, you know, uh, and you know, Rick Rick knows his beer, and he's brought all sorts of stuff here. Uh, it, this is like Christmas. This is like Christmas in the studio. You, you know, Father ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Christmas. You know, he's supposed to be the balancer, but he's more of like. I'm the industry insider because I work in the industry. He's more like the beer expert because he's, he's the beer Santa Claus. Yeah, he's the beer this. Claus. <laughs> the beer Claus. <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, and, and again, we're gonna do last call on all three of these uh, in a little bit. Um, but we're gonna talk about what we've got now. Uh, another beautiful bottle, and this one actually looks a little Christmassy. Um, uh, and, I, and I see Cold Mountain is what it says. Highland Brewing. All right, we've heard of Highland Brewing out of Asheville. Uh, we, we know a lot of folks who listen to this podcast have heard of Asheville, have been to Asheville. Uh, super cool town with some incredible breweries, Highland being one of them. And uh, Rick, uh, what's this that we got from Highland? Uh, this is Highland Brewing's Cold Mountain, which is a spiced winter ale. This is actually spiced the tw- winter ale. That is Chris. That is mm. holiday right there. This is actually the 25th anniversary edition from last year. So this has been cellaring at about 55 degrees for a year. Um, wow. So this is the 2021 version. I might come and over and hug you in a minute. You're spending this on us? Yeah, I got That's... a couple bottles of it at home. Okay, okay. As long like... as you got more of them, because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're special. Hey, you shut but, your you mouth know, over there, Blaine. I want to try this damn beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. And, you, uh, you, said, you said it was going to be a Christmas episode, it is, so I had to bring, yes. you know, something. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, this is and, amazing. And this is one that... He really is a beer Santa Claus. And, and, and Highland, you can get the Highland in Southeast and many... I think they're outside North Carolina. I think it's in, a, in several different states. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody knows, I think, nationwide Hop Slam and how people go nuts when that comes out from Bell's. This is the equivalent. This is a sought-after beer 
This is one where people wait in line when it comes out. This is one where, you know, Browley's, you know, those who in, in Charlotte know Mike Browley and Browley's beverage, that he puts the, the, you know, paper over his windows and says, you know, what no, what's the beer again? Sorry. It's Kevin, Cold Mountain. No Cold Mountain. I can't believe I just forgot that. <laughs> no Cold Mountain. And then you walk in there and he is like, you know, stacks of it. He's like, oh, yeah, this, this is only for my regulars. I mean, pe- people go nuts for it. And, and it's worthy of going nuts for it. Now, Every year I, I, I seek it out, so I'm so excited. And I want to taste out ages. I think that's going to just elevate the experience. Yeah, they make a whole weekend of it up there when it releases. Mm-hmm. Um, now they they actually do variants of it. Uh, Super Spice, they did, I think, like a chocolate hazelnut mocha oh this gosh. year. A coconut. The coconut version is actually really good, too. And they also do an imperial and a barrel-aged version of oh, Cold Mountain as wow. well. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's like, let's pour what this are baby you guys out. talking about? Yeah. yeah. Matt's over yeah. here going. You're still trying to stay awake on us, which I appreciate. Um, you, you hanging in there? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. You took your headphones off. I was worried there for a second. Uh, I got a little hot flash from that prickly pear there. I think yeah, it stabbed me in your, the face. You going through menopause over there? <laughs> it's it's manopause. Manopause. <laughs> I think it's called andropause is the actual word for it, but you know. I'm going to sniff this one. Oh, I'll pass. You're not having it anymore? Yep. Oh, yeah. No. I'm we good. had to get the cup oh, over to this side oh of, the, of the table. Oh, my gosh. Well, now I don't. You know, lordy, lordy. I'm afraid that I may not like it, and then I'll feel inferior. Got, we're getting some first sips here. Um, trying oh. this stuff. Ooh, that nose. I, I just went to a special place. I just went to Beer Nirvana. Mm. Oh, wow. Brian, yeah. go ahead and uh, talk about that first sip you're having over there. Oh, his first. This is this is like you, this is like that first you know what you had. Woo! This is amazing. Hmm. This brought me all the way back there's to like the this, back seat of my car in like high this, school. There's this silence. In this, there's like this this silence in the studio for a moment. It was wow. like everybody's just taking it all in. This is incredible. Thank you, Rick, for bringing this. This is a special beer. You're welcome. Um, wow. It's uh it's interesting. It's um. It definitely, it it definitely like just tastes like the holidays. Like, it's got it's got a richness to it. It's got that. Uh, am I tasting like an oak, like a like a a woody kind of taste there? It does have a little bit of a woody taste. Um, I don't think they do anything with wood though. Hmm. It says in the back here, tap into the holidays with notes of vanilla, hazelnut, dark fruit, and cinnamon. It might be the hazelnut I'm tasting there. And, and sometimes yeah. the vanilla will add some of that flavor as well you can get it almost a woodiness from vanilla i could drink this around the fireplace oh my gosh and like this just, was filled like this, on this chimney outside right now with a fire going oh. yeah like this is like a christmas beer yeah um yeah. It, it's it's amazing it's really good uh matt you're you have a perplexed look on your face yeah no i mean I'm, I'm not sure if it was you know belting it back on the heels of a prickly pear <laughs> That was like a that was like a I'm like a, a night before Christmas uh, stanza. I'm trying to I'm trying to catch a vibe for it. It's definitely I can taste the Christmassy part. Yeah, it's kind of got that. It's kind of got a just a really I don't know just a nice a nice like warmth to it. I drink this when I'm outside. Got the solo stove going with the wood smell in the air and the yeah you know I mean this just goes great with the fireplace or a natural fireplace a yeah. fire pit just chilling around the fire drinking i mean i i, I God, love we this got, we got two fire pits going outside the studio we're doing this in here why <laughs> seriously we should have done yeah. this outside blaine 
Yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry. But uh, and I want to talk about this bottle too. I mean, it's a beautiful bottle. I mean, it, and it looks like like winter. It's got some some wolves on it. Uh, it's got some snowflakes, and it's just really nice. Uh, look at that. She's beautiful. And we actually we actually uh, we actually downed it. Twenty five. Yeah. Got looks like a North Star on the on the cap there. This this is this is really cool. Thank you, Rick, for bringing this in. This is a treat for sure. Rick, how different does this taste? Now, of course, this is thinking back a year ago when you had it, because I know you had one last year, right? Yeah. What, what do you think has changed in it having aged a year? Definitely, it's a lot more mellow. Um, I'm, I'm not. It's definitely smoother, hands down. I mean, it's five point nine. Yeah. And it's like you could drink it like it's. <laughs> like a Bud Light right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's for six percent. It's it's getting smoother with every every taste. Matt, you gotta love this beer. I mean, it's I, it's just. I'm I'm still working on it. But. What's interesting <laughs> to me about this beer is some you know we'll go out to a restaurant and my wife will seek this out at, at Christmas. She'll have it with dinner. And I'm, like, I'm gonna seek it out. It doesn't to me. It's not a beer I want to have with dinner because I think that it would conflict with most foods that I'm eating no but this, this is, is one that you described yeah. yeah you're into watching a christmas movie chilling right? by the fire exactly yeah like if i one of my favorite christmas movies is christmas chronicles and i i would love to just sip this and watch that that movie pour the, that whole bottle in a big, big glass and just yeah drink away yeah. yeah so that's your favorite christmas movie the christmas chronicles with the kurt russell Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's actually a, new a good one. one. That's actually a good one. It, it just really puts me in the Christmas spirit. I've um, never seen almost, that almost it, like Die Hard. Kurt, Kurt Russell is Santa, Santa Claus. Yeah. He actually he plays a fantastic Santa Claus. I thought. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It's it's quite entertaining. Um, um, it started out kind of like a Hallmark movie, though. Like I was like, "What is this?" Right. And then when they brought in Kurt Russell, I'm like, "Okay, it's a list movie now." And then the the jail scene <laughs> when they they bring in um, the who's, who's the, this, the he was in the E Street Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Where's yeah. Springsteen? Oh, Silvio, the guy that plays Silvio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Silvio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's, he makes a cameo in it, Bruce and that just makes it amazing. Yeah, no, it was solid, but. Yeah, so bottom line, yeah, this is uh, bringing up some happy memories, this beer, for oh sure. Uh, we're enjoying this, for sure. All right, you guys want to start some last call? You want to do this? Oh, wait, we have one more. Yeah. Oh, we have one more? We got the oh, Westbrook. Oh, my four. Oh, yeah. Man, this is like Christmas. This is Sweet, merciful it's, Jesus. It's like, that, it's like that moment, like from the movie, The Christmas Story. Pose with that. There where, we go. Nice. Where you open all the presents, and there's that one that's hiding hiding behind the... Behind the uh, well, the furniture. And don't forget, Santa's got a little something extra in his sack oh, for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that it truly is the, the bonus gift there. This is like every beer gets more special that we've been doing. And, and that's what I'm, I'm loving right now. I'm going to have to get a fresh glass because I still got some of this. Maybe you're just becoming you more what, ha hammered at each beer. No, no. These are <laughs> no, some. This, one, this one's really good. And this is a, a real nice treat. You know, I would like to start my day. And I'm not talking nine o'clock in the morning, roll out of bed and crack one of these, but you know, start my session, yeah, with one of these out the gate, right? Instead of having something else tainting my palate, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like don't don't you feel like it gets better? It like, does get yeah. better. I I just finished it off, and I'm yeah, I'm I'm growing more fond of it. That hazelnut, all that stuff. It's like it's this weird like, and and I'm not a person that gets that like 
stoked about like all these different flavors. But, I know, but you're pretty animated right now. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this thing is like a Christmas present, you know? Uh, it's super cool. It's really cool. Well, and, and as I was saying, like how my wife gets this, and I don't think that it goes with food, a, a fresh one, like one that was brewed this year. But this actually, I could see this going with a certain, you know, with some main courses, you know? Um, because it, the the spiciness mellowed out, it's still there. It just doesn't give you that uppercut of flavor. It's wow. Uh, so we are uh, moving on to a fourth beer here. Um, we've got something that we're getting naked tonight, uh, guys. <laughs> this stuff looks like this. I, I'm shy around other dudes. All right, the, the beer that You're already coming up with excuses. The beer that Rick is pouring right now looks like hot cocoa. Oh wow. Okay, now this this looks like a true stout. Uh, this is a thick, uh. dark stout, and <laughs> oh got... yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it is a ten. It is ten percent. Ten percent. I think ABV. Hit... I, I think this is somebody's Copenhagen cup. That's what it is. Uh, oh it my is... god! Ten point five. Ten point ten point five percent ABV. Uh, this one, this this one might put us on our ass. Is this soy sauce? Uh, <laughs> it looks like soy you sauce. You shut your mouth when you're talking about this beer, Matt. All right, I, I'm gonna give it a fair shake. Oh my gosh, I'm shaking it. I, this is so. This is this give is. Give me West. yours, no, Matt. Don't even know. You can't have this. Give this to me. Give it to me. Don't right. worry about that. Oh, oh. Uh, Rick is such a polite guest. He spilled a little bit of beer and he's getting out wipes. So there's worse things that have happened in here. Rick, can I ask you a question? While you're uh, being such a polite person, here you answer his question. I'll, I'll, I'll and take I, and I want to see how how polite people are. Do do your customer do customers still tip their mailmen? Yes. Oh, really? Really? Yes. Yes, yes they do. About what percentage? Um, on on my route that I'm on now, I would say forty percent tip. Really? Did I didn't you, know that was a thing. Is that, 30, you're on more of a high-end neighborhood, though, right? A- actually, um, I did better when I was on a lower-income neighborhood. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Um, when I delivered mail, but then again, I was on a walking route in Plaza Midwood. I would say maybe 60 to 70% tipped. Wow. Now that I'm on a riding route in a, 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 a higher-end community... Um, or area, no. you could say, um, less people. And they just so, leave it in the mailbox for you? Yeah, yeah. Some people yeah. just leave. I mean, n- no mailman's ever looking for a tip. I mean, even if you just leave a card thanking yeah. us for our service or making it a point to come out there and thank us for our service, that's really all we look for this time of year yeah. because we're busting our butts. You guys yeah. are. yeah. And people are still parking in front of mailboxes, still, you know, not leaving their porch light on when we're out there six o'clock in the morning trying to find their, their yeah. porch and stuff. So uh, just a just a thanks for what you do type thing is yeah, but my is uh, nice. Our mail lady or having to drive like along a busy road, you know. I I'm deliver man. I deliver yeah. on Sharon View and oh. Carmel. Oh, and it's like, like you're you're like one. Second away from getting white re- knuckle, rear-ended man. at fifty miles an hour. White knuckle. Yeah. Our, our mail lady for a point. Uh, she refused to come to our, my front porch because she saw a snake once on my uh, going across the the walkway, and she's like, "I'm not coming to your house anymore. Like everything's gonna be. Uh, you, if you have something to go out, bring it out." 
Um, it's because you live in a creek. Yeah, I do. I, li- I literally, I live, I live in a swamp. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, that's good to hear that you know people are still tipping their mailman. And for those of you 60 percent that aren't um, in, in the wealthy neighborhoods, don't be a deadbeat. <laughs> Thank your mailman. Okay, they're bringing now, your kids all those gifts that you're spoiling them with. Conversely, I have a question. Do you get people that are angry at you because you're bringing them constant bills and letters from the HOA? I I mean, if you get angry at the mail, like <laughs> it's the whole "don't shoot the messenger" type mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they, they I say mean, it. They still I do. Didn't ma- I didn't mail you the bill. Right. I didn't mail you the bill. You know, yeah. I'm just delivering it to you. Yeah. Matt, I mean, you- I'd be happy to deliver it to somebody else That's if they'll right. pay it for you. It's like, hey, a Bank of America wants their money. Just don't get mad at me. Yeah. Uh, Damn you, you know, Postman. You know, he's not like you, a collections agency here. He's just bringing it. Every, every morning when you're casing your mail and you get that certified mail from the IRS, oh, you're just Jesus. like oh. counting counting down the houses till you get to that house and you oh. got to knock on the front door and say, hey, I need you to sign for something. You're like serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'd be kind of excited. I'd be like, Ooh, who's getting it? I'm like, oh, Mrs. Thompson's getting served. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should not be a postman. I know. But the mailman does know everything. We know when you've been in an accident because yeah. you get all the solicitations from the lawyers. Have you uh-huh. seen Have you seen the movie The Postman with yeah. Kevin Costner? Yeah, that's why I became a mailman. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I, I was going to ask kid. you like what where that movie ranks for you as a postman. Yeah, that that's one of the the I guess one of the movies that kind of glorified when I was younger. You know the, the I, I, mailman you, thing. You, I will say you I, would know if they've been arrested because you're. Oh my gosh! You know, I never thought about this. Have you ever watched Seinfeld? Okay, no. I, I one thing. I, oh, okay. One thing I love about what? the postal service, though, it's like this uh, really cool uh, kind of nostalgia and just storied past with the postal service. Like you had the Pony Express. Like they, I guess these were like young, wiry kids that they were riding horseback you know flying down you know trails back before the railroad was built uh it's just like really it's like really cool history on it it's really super cool yeah and over yeah. 250 years old yeah it's amazing um you guys should charge more for your stamps so we can like you know pay you all more because i always hear about their financial troubles well that that's the whole thing is that <laughs> i think for the times that we live in for whatever it is 55 60 cents for first class for it to go from the East Coast to the West Coast is like the best bargain going. <laughs> it's the yeah. best. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a deal. It's fair, a deal. Fair point. Fair yeah. point. I yeah. mean, it, it is definitely not price appropriate for the times we live in. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, I, like, I know it's not actually a mailman movie, but the postman always rings twice. Is that ringing a bell with anybody? I've heard that Isn't, before. It was Jack Nicholson. Oh, I thought that was some kind of porn the you're talking about. The postman always rings twice. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. And it's been 30, 40 years since I've seen it, uh. but... Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Well, Sorry. What are we drinking? What do we got here? Like this we, thing, we were going crazy about what this looked like, and now we're gonna like sip it. So has nobody else sipped it yet? I haven't sipped it yet. Oh my god, I've had half of mine. <laughs> oh, this is. Um, yeah, go ahead. This is Westbrook, right? Uh, Westbrook Charles. Mexican cake. They are out of Charleston, South Charleston, South Carolina. South Carolina. Wow. Yep. I just took my first sip. Yeah, mm. it's mm. spicy. Well, it's got it's got chili peppers in it. Okay, yeah, I've you're had speaking, a cho- you're speaking his language. I had a chocolate bar that was dark Ooh. chocolate and 
guarillo peppers or some oh, crazy shit like that, and it was uh, this is this is super a lot spicy. Going on with this one, I actually well, kind of like this. If you've ever had like they actually make a cake, it's it's Mexican chocolate cake, and it's made with cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a and they just a really moist chocolate cake with peppers and cinnamon in it, and that's basically this is the beer version yeah. of that's why they call it Mexican chocolate. Do they, cake. Do they actually put it in there? No, no, it's in just the, in the process. It just the flavors that they use in it to um uh, it's, to get it's, the flavor. This are is they, wildly impressive. Are they adding chocolate or is it just from the malt? Is it just from the, the stout that we get that richness? Um so this was originally brewed in twenty eleven. Yeah. That was their I think they brewed this for their anniversary. Uh I don't know if it was their first anniversary. They brewed this beer and since they brewed this for their one year anniversary, it's been a hit. Mm. I mean, yeah, in in that that time frame, like 2011, 2012, 2013, very well sought yeah. after. People would line up; they would trade for this. Really, um, it was oh, a yeah. very well sought after beer. It's got a lot going on. Yeah, it does. Uh, so yeah. it's got cocoa nibs, okay. vanilla beans, cinnamon sticks, fresh habanero peppers. Ah, that's it. Matt, yeah. what's your uh, first sip impression on this? I'm fucking digging it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't. you're gonna have to bleep that one. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that's a, 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 a fucking is worse than boner. I got I gotta write down my time codes here. I got an F and boner over this because <laughs> yeah, this one I like. This is my favorite one of the four. So if you have me back, they make another version of this. It's called we Mexican. Do it tomorrow night for the next recording session. <laughs> Mexican uh, coffee cake. Okay. Mm. So it's this beer with some coffee flavor on top of it. Uh, mm. Now, that would be really good. Yeah. Th- that sounds really good. Um, this is spicy, too. You know, yeah. I, I could go for some Acapulco Goldie to go with this, too. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> All right. I think we're going to bring... It's interesting. Look in your gl- your cups. You can see the thickness of this. So um, you yeah. can see it just coating the, the... You know, these are red salt. We aren't even doing yeah. this beer justice with the cups we're drinking this out of. <laughs> But this is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I can see some stuff on the on the sides of the solo I, cup. Like it's thick. I love the pepper at the end. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, you, it, but it it's, bites. It's got more legs than say a Guinness. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how they talk about wine having legs? Yeah. Well, no, this yeah, has got legs. This has got legs, but <laughs> but not like a Guinness. You know, you get the you get the rings. I don't know if I can get the rings out of this. I'm getting the rings because it's a red solo cup and it's ripped <laughs> for my pleasure. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> on that on that note, that's the way we're gonna do last call. <laughs> now you do last call. That's right. <laughs> They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. Oh, man. Um, So where do we even start? Uh, We had four beers, all of them pretty incredible. Um, You know, but I guess we'll start with this this Mexican cake. Uh, This stuff... (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I've tasted anything like this before, to be honest with you. I'm telling you it's, what. It's wild. It is wild. Matt, uh, what's your rating on this Mexican cake? Man. I'm going to have to give it at least a four. And, you know, given that 
it's mm. what? What time mm. is it? Actual real people time. Uh, at this point in this day we're recording this podcast, it is almost nine o'clock at night. Okay, I've been drinking beer. <laughs> Even though it feels like eleven. I've been drinking beer for almost twelve hours today. I had my first one at nine fifteen this morning. So, what's your liver look like? I don't know. What am I? A X-ray machine? I, don't, I can't see my liver. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not pounding them all day for God's sakes. You know, I mean, maybe. I've had a few, but 12. <laughs> but no, I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. I, w- I would love to have it on a clean palate, though. You know, I, I was just, yeah, I like spicy, though. I'm a, I'm a oh, that, spicy that, guy. That pepper at the end is crazy. I love it. Yeah, yeah so you're at, you're at four, probably. I kind of want to chase it with a bush ice. Though, <laughs> oh, my God. Don't insult this beer. <laughs> uh, Rick, what's your rating on this? Uh this is easily a, a four point two five for me. Yeah, um, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I, so this isn't like necessarily even like my cup of tea. That sour was like my my jam, uh, and I, I just with the complexity of the flavor and just the fact that I'm tasting those flavors in a a beer, I'm I'm at a four with it at least, just because this is just crazy. And I'm not a high ABV uh, drinker either. Well, see, that's the other amazing thing. Mm. It's 10.5, and it does not it even does, drink like it's yeah, 10.5. There's no burn. It's dangerous. It's, stro- it's strong, but it's not. It, it it feels more like a seven. Yeah. Now, Rick, have you ever had an obsidian stout? Yeah. Okay. That stuff is like drinking soy sauce. Yeah. It's. I, it's been many years since I've had an obsidian stout, but that's you know I would. As far as mouthfeel, I would put this in, in line with an obsidian stout from what I remember. Mm-hmm. But way more flavor, way better, much higher quality beer. And it yeah. tastes like chocolate. Oh my it God. It's like cake. And it's so spicy. Brian, so spicy. Brian, I love, I, that's the one thing I, I love the spice on that, this. That I is, really, really do. And, and believe it or not, that is impressive. This goes great. With like any type of chocolate dessert. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean brownies, yeah, chocolate I cake. I mean, and the spice just works perfectly with that chocolate flavor. Yeah. Brian, are are you? I'm in dropping heaven? it at a five. Are you in heaven, Brian? I'm going. Like, you, we're finally drinking some good beer on this like, show. You, 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 he's like, got, you got the like just the look of just Dude. smile on your face. Yeah, like. five, I'm five, 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 five. Like can, that's. And can, can we get a Blondie Rapture? commercial for this you know christmas. my work here is done christmas <laughs> drink drop, drop the mic drink you can't because it's on a, on a stand mic but. drop <laughs> drink this with christmas five yeah okay all yeah. right uh let's go let's go around the room on the cold mountain how, how are we feeling about the cold mountain this one's a, a four and a half for me i love this stuff this uh, Highland Brewing mm. Cold Mountain, mm. Matt. Where are you at on this one? Was that the one with the prickly pear? The, no, this is the, uh, the spiced crisp, one. The, the spiced oh, the spiced Christmas one. one. Uh, I'd go a three and a half on the spice. Really? Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? A lot of things. You know what? You know if you if you go back, that, that's not a bad rating because we've. We, oh yeah, anything, well. anything over a three is good. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're normally down in the twos here. You know. <laughs> yeah, let's give Rick a uh, a little beer, you know. Uh, we will be on the next a, episode. A, a bosun. Yeah. Oh, oh no, we're oh, never oh, doing that again. Oh. Rick never ever drink something from Boatson. <laughs> or yeah, I, I heard they have a storied past. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Brian, uh, how are you on the Highland 
Highland Brewing Cold Mountain. Yeah, I'm going to drop that in at a four and a half. Um, okay. You know, I, I liked it. Um, I, and, and I think it's more my, my own preference. It, it was great when I tried it. I went nuts for it. Um, but the spice beers aren't always my favorite, and so it's more of my own preference of not making it yeah. a, a full five. Yeah. Um, I actually liked uh, – I, I think if, if, when it's fresh, I'll drop it at a four. I raised that because I do like the fact that it was aged a year. And it, it, it some of the spiciness mellowed out, um, you know the the not spicy as in hot pepper spice, but like the winter spices. All right, and uh, Rick, where are you at on the cold mountain? Cold mountain's always a solid four for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's respectable. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna give my rating first on this new grass brewing. I'm going with a five on this sour. I and I don't give fives very often, but I love this sour. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Uh, that's just where I'm at with it. Once again, my work here is done. Your work here is done. I, I don't know if I've ever. I, th- I mean, I don't know if I've ever given a five. I'm, I'm going to match your five with another five. Okay. Because that was a perfectly balanced sour beer. It was amazing. Yeah. And and I and Matt, I know you're not a sour drinker, but where are you at on this one? I really would rather abstain from this vote because I do not want to offend Rick. Oh, you're good. You're not offending me. But, but I, this is why we're, you're on the show, Matt. Like, this is why we invite I, you back. So if I, you don't rate it, you're not coming back to the next one. I most certainly did not care for that one, and huh. I would leave that man behind. Um, oh. I'm seeing oh. there's a little bit left, like an inch left at oh, the bottom I'm, of that I'm bottle. Watch, I'm watching that inch, and I'm hoping I can... It sure is, dude. Go for it, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you have to drink that. it out of the yeah. bottle like a man. I brought that bottle for you. That's why oh. I reached out and well, asked you. you what you'd Thank like. You. I, I knew that, you would yeah. enjoy that. And see, he didn't even have to ask me. As one beard brother to another, he knew that man likes spice. And you, yeah, well, there you go. So I got... I got what I had in this last sip here, but that thing, I'm sorry, I got to give it a two. I got to hit it at a two. That bad. Well, you, I, I, well, maybe it was the prickly pear I didn't like. I don't know. Give me a passion fruit or something. But so, I, sometimes I this, it, the sour stuff is really offensive to some people. It just yeah. is. It just is. And I, I it's think like asparagus I, pee. Yeah. <laughs> Now you went okay. That was too far. <laughs> too far. That no, was I too like far. That. But you know what? It, it's interesting because. I, I actually expected Matt to have that impression. If you were to give that beer to a wine drinker who doesn't like beer, they would love it. Because it appeals uh, to a lot of wine drinkers to sour beers. Huh. Now, I have a a sweet sour at home that tastes like a cocktail that I'm pretty sure that he would love. Mm. Banana Foster's. Barrel aged. Uh, okay, well, you had me at Banana Foster, so yeah. You should like find a job, uh, Rick. Like getting like beer for people. Like figure like figure out their personality and what they like, and then you just go get the beer they like. The, and uh, and like get it for them. Unfortunately, the beer business does not pay as well as the postal service. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got You're working on the. You're looking at the wrong side of the beer business. Us, us vendors, uh, we do better than the breweries. Um, but I like I sell to breweries. Yeah, well, they they need your stuff. I uh, know. Yeah. All um, right. Well, all right. So one, one more rating. We have we have uh, and, and this is like this Mexi- is, we have to rate the Mexican longer. That well, let's go ahead and rate that one real quick, oh, yeah. and then oh, uh, the the new grass for me is a four, a four. Yeah. Okay, you're a four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, cool. The a four point two five. Four point two five. Okay. Um, the Mexican lager. Where are we at on that one, uh, Brian? I'm gonna go um, three point seven five. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Matt. 
Oh, the Mexican lager? Yeah. I, I like that. I'd give it a three and a half. Um, like I said... I don't know that it needed the pineapple, but it, I didn't notice it. You know, I, I'm going to go three and a half on that one too. It was good. I don't. It was it was solid. It was I, good I, to me. Like three and a half is like still good is, on the is, show. Yeah, three and a half is a great rating. Um, it's good. Um, and it had that little extra to to make it a three and a half. Um, um, it just wasn't like overly complex like these other ones. These other ones just had so much crazy stuff going on. I think that's what put them over the four. Um, where, where are you at, Rick, on the Mexican lager? The Mexican lager for me, the the pineapple uh, variant is a three point seven five for me. Their yeah. their regular version, which I'll have to bring if you guys have me back again. I'll bring you the regular version and we'll get if some lines. How much of that has to do with it being a Mexican lager? I mean, because you can only get you can only do so much with it. It's like I almost want to give it higher because it is so flavorful for a Mexican lager, but. Uh, it's just like those other ones had so much craziness going on. I mean, for a lager, it's it's really it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's more fantastic. complex than your normal, you know, macro, you know, yeah. lager that you're gonna oh, get. Oh yeah, you absolutely. Know. I would choose that over a Corona any day. Um, but yeah, it's still it's still right around the pineapple one's a three point seven five for me. The the mm. original one, um, with a lime in it. Is an yeah. easy four for me, but wow. it just has to. I mean, and then again, you're you're spending the money on it though. Um, at that point, you know, you're gonna yeah. get, you are gonna get a lot more Coronas for that. But it all depends on what you're want. If you want that extra, like, you know, spice of flavor in there. Um, Brian, did you uh, give us your Mexican? I did. Already? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, I want to see Matt has. So, What's going on yeah, here, Matt? All right. So this is this episode is so perfect with it being a holiday you know. Christmas episode. Uh, just when we had all these all these fantastic beers, Matt was going to ruin it. He's going to. Oh. He, Brian thinks he's going to ruin it. I'm looking at this as a as a wonderful surprise, but it, uh, it, it is most certainly not a wonderful surprise. I am that creepy uncle at your <laughs> at your Christmas dinner. Who's is there like a dead possum in there or something? <laughs> I, 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 but before you open that, can I? I need to describe to our listeners like. Matt is holding a, a, a red igloo cooler. He's clutching this cooler. It's got coffee stains he, on it. And, and it's got coffee stains on it, and he's smiling at all of us about to open this with something inside. Uh, Matt, you have the floor. What's in the box? You have the floor. Okay. Now, if I saw these. a raccoon these, <laughs> jumps out of there. I, I saw these, and I said, oh, God, Brian's going to hate this. And I, I bought three of them. Oh. I did not know that we were going to have Rick with us today. Had I known well, that, I'll probably gladly share mine with him. No, no. Okay, now don't. Why is it round? Oh, why is it round? What is what that? What the hell is that? What is this? The oh buzz balls. My God. <laughs> I've seen those. The buzz balls. <laughs> what is this? I hate eggnog. Yeah. What the. I've seen these. Is Matt, there alcohol in this? Matt, read oh, the- 15%, baby. <laughs> Frugal McDougal. No, actually, I bought these at Food Lion for oh, okay. $2.99 a buzz ball. And why is it, like, eggnog is, has kind of yellow to it. This is, like, white like milk. I, I literally hate eggnog. This is the worst <laughs> thing you could have ever put in front of me. Oh my God! All right, yeah. Uh, Matt has has uh, busted out some buzz ball and, and how many chillers? How many eggnog. ounces is, is this? Uh... It says, <laughs> "What? What is this description? Other uh, than standard orange wine with natural flavors? Orange wine with natural flavors? 
fifteen percent ABV. Why said, does that smell like it smells like laundry detergent? Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. Oh, I, why do you do this to me? I feel like I'm doing the Tide Pod <laughs> challenge right now. Oh, 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 I can't wait. I've not had one of these. Is this game? <laughs> oh, it smells delicious. <laughs> it just needs a little nutmeg. <laughs> you put some <laughs> nutmeg on your balls. It smells like it smells a little like eggnog to me. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Hey, you want a life hack? You get some fifty-pound test oh, and you tie it right oh, on there, and you just oh, do a oh. whole Christmas tree at these bad boys. Yes, oh, yes. God. <laughs> just and then you have your Christmas party, and then people can just take them right off there, pop them open. Yeah. Wow! Yes. Oh my God! It's so bad. I love it. What are you talking oh, about, Lord? This is terrible. This is terrible. What's the uh, what's the stuff that has the uh, whiskey in it? The green labeled eggnog. Uh, oh, Evan uh, Williams. Evan Williams. This is like the Evan Williams. No, 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 no. But well, not, not, not even not even on the same place. It's like Everclear's version yes, of eggnog. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm, guys, it's, it's like they it's like hey they guys, tr- guys. We just got we just got canceled. <laughs> Why? This is uh, women owned, and we're making fun of it. Oh, oh shit. Oh no. Yeah, we oh. just got canceled. Wait a minute. Chicks with balls? It does say it does say women. What, what's on their the pronoun? <laughs> Alright, Matt, why did you bring Matt, why did you bring this to us? <laughs> well, because remember the Smirnoff Ice challenge that we did yes. where we slammed those things? So Smirnoff Ice is not that bad though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is this is like grain alcohol. It's really watery for eggnog with I milk mean, in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm you are that creepy uncle. It's got a lot of burn. Merry I'm Christmas, getting a I lot guess. of burn it's, off of this for fifteen percent. Yeah, hey, it's, you know this is like this is like rocket fuel. Now I can feel like I could go another twenty four hours without. Sleep. Well, good because <laughs> we we got three more beers on the next episode, boy. Oh, sweet. Christ. All right. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh, it is Christmas, yeah. so we'll let that one go. So this was an awesome episode. Rick, I, I can't thank you enough for bringing all these fantastic Cheers beers. to Rick. Cheers yeah. to Rick. Uh, as we cheers with hey. Matt's uh, buzz, buzz balls. balls. Jesus. Uh, Matt, we cheers Matt's sweaty balls. Matt, I, I want to thank you for being so thoughtful, but you are that creepy uncle. Hey. <laughs> you know what? Do they have other flavors of this? Oh yes, because I could totally see like if they had like some tropical flavors they, they out do. on the boat, like at the sandbar, just throwing throwing them to people because they're you know they're shaped Rick's like a ball. Gonna, That's the Rick's one, one hit you with balls. All right, get out there with the mitt. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, have a merry Christmas, merry Christmas uh, happy Hanukkah, and enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your time with your family. Drink responsibly. Get home safe. Have a happy new year. Mm. Uh, have a great time. And we'll uh, we'll see you guys in 2023. Thank you so much for listening to us uh, for 2022. We'll see you next year. 